Well, welcome back to Crime City, Colorado. I'm Cammie. I'm Kylie. I'm the mother. I'm the daughter. <laughs> well, happy March. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I saying that like, no? Yeah, it's but definitely March. What the fuck are you talking about? Like six days in, Kylie. I know. So I have uh, completed my first week of overnights and also ended up getting bronchitis and a stomach bug, bug all at the same time. So I've been thriving. I came back from my trip and I got a promotion. You were also sick. I was. I also got sick while on vacation. That was great. I haven't quite gotten the sleep schedule figured out yet, so I'm like overly tired. Being sick didn't help that, but I do need to purchase some of those blackout curtains for my room because I seem to wake up like every hour thinking it's like two in the afternoon and it's really like nine o'clock in the morning. So I gotta do that. So my granddaughter turned two over the weekend. It sucked not being with her, but to celebrate. But one thing I love is Amazon because. It's so much cheaper to order it on Amazon and just have them deliver it than it is for me to go shopping and ship it to them. So, and I did that for Christmas too. It was freaking awesome. We did get to spend some time with Blake and Bear while they were here. That's kid number three. For those who don't know, um, he's out here on leave from the army till he has to report back. He's not on leave. What is it? Uh, he he's o- recruiting. Sorry, he is recruiting. He's on two weeks recruitment. Two weeks recruitment. See, I can't keep up. Jesus. And then he has to be. Back at his uh, station, his new station. On Thursday. On Thursday. I'm so excited. Uh, but uh, we all went to Dave and Buster's, and I'm here to tell you. We always have a pretty good time when we go there. But this time we had dinner there. Oh, my God. Do not recommend. Yo, guys, my y'all know what a Caesar salad is, <laughs> okay? It is lettuce, Parmesan cheese, croutons, and Caesar dressing. That's what I ordered. I love salad. I can eat salad every day of the week. I ordered a Caesar salad. It came with mixed greens, tomatoes, onions, random multicolored croutons, and then Caesar dressing. That is not what a Caesar salad is. No. And Bear got the same thing, and it was funny just to see you guys have got the same exact thing, no modifications, and they were totally different salads. I had a shit ton of Caesar dressing. She had literally none. <laughs> it was ridiculous, and it made my stomach hurt so bad the next day. Well, and you had... A shit ton of onions, and she barely had any. Which, luckily, I love raw onions. Yeah. I can eat them every day. I can eat it like Shrek eats onions, you know? Yeah. But, like, it's not supposed to be in my salad. (laughs) My son-in-law ordered a cheeseburger, which is usually a safe option. And he ordered it well done, but it was still mooing. It was so rare. Like, it was raw, guys. Because he has a thing. He cannot handle the pink. He can't handle it. And I, I don't, I understand it. I can't handle it either. So it will make him, like, literal sick and he can't eat the rest of it. So as soon as I see him take a bite, I look inside the burger. I was like, oh, no. This is no, not going to no. be good. Like, I'm pretty sure if I touched it, it was cold. Yeah. Oh, God. I had a Philly cheesesteak, which I was like, oh, that shouldn't be too hard. Um, they had, like, nacho cheese sauce on it. And we all made fun of Blake for ordering chicken strips. But his is like the only decent thing that was brought out. We're all jealous. <laughs> so well, maybe, maybe he knew. No, my son's butter noodles kind of look good. It's hard to fuck up, but it's a noodle and butter. Honestly, with how they fucked up a Caesar fucking salad, <laughs> we were like, oh my god. God they, damn. They did take the raw hamburger off the bill for me, though, so. Yeah, that was nice. If you are going to go to Dave & Buster's, eat before you go, skip the dinner part, and just go for games and drinks. Because we literally stopped at McDonald's on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kylie, I had a grand idea. Mm-hmm. 
Last week, you mentioned putting the episodes on YouTube, but you didn't want to have to be presentable. Right. So you watched that show, Makeup Murder, Mystery, and Makeup Monday. Shut up, 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 shut we could do it backwards. Take off our makeup? Yes. Oh, God. At the start of the episode, we're dressed, you know, like we get home from work, we have makeup on because it's the end of the day, and we can discuss the case while taking our makeup off and stuff, and at the end of the episode, we basically look homeless. Honestly, it doesn't even sound half bad. <laughs> kind of sounds like it slaps. Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's different. It is different, but at the same time, we gotta buy a camera. Yeah, true. We gotta buy all of the stuff to do youtube well and i'd have to put a disclaimer out on each episode that we're not responsible for any nightmares that would result from seeing us like that <laughs> true facts like guys i'm trying to work on some, my face right now so give it some time work on your face like working out no like you know from working two jobs the acne really starts to ah. pound up you know <laughs> yeah so so you're happy you're back at your job and got promoted. I am. I got promoted by just working part-time. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, you're closer and closer to being able to buy me a horse. Yeah, not happening. Well, I have a few picked out already. Yeah, it's still not happening. Right, I, have, not, I wouldn't even buy my son a horse. Okay, I have a different proposition for you. <coughs> you and I need to come up with about $6.5 million. No. Why? Because I'm trying to buy a house and stuff. Funny you should mention that. I'm not buying a $6.5 million house. It's Jean Benet's house. Oh, I sent you that article today. I, I was hoping you weren't going to see it because I already had that in here to talk to you about it. Absolutely not. I would rather not live that in is that the house. Old, one of the, that's like one of the only houses in Boulder I actually live in. Um, I was looking at the photos on the realtor's website. They have like redone the entire inside of this house. It's really nice. The only problem with this house is that it is, is in Boulder. And it's on the hill. So That's the only problem? That is the only problem? That is the only problem. I would rather live in a cardboard box and live in a fucking house where a little girl was murdered and they have yet to solve it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. You got me fucked up. I will live in any murder house. God. Dude, I have issues with any house. <laughs> and it, nothing happened in it. I, I believe there's a ghost in it. There's she, a ghost in this house. She believes this house is haunted. It is. His name is Phil. And he haunts me. He doesn't like you. He leaves me alone, so it's fine. But that house is uh, just too close to the college kids. and But it is next to Chautauqua Park. <clears throat> All right. Do you remember the Tanner Daler case we covered? Yes. That's the little, the little baby. baby. Yeah. Yes. And he was failed by Child Protective Services, and his father ended up killing him. Yes. This will be another case of Child Protective Services messing up. Oh, exactly. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So again, ready. All right. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right. William O'Shell, who went by David. I think it is middle name, was a Lakewood agent and started with Lakewood in 2005. Um, his wife, Tiffany Kewen O'Shell, was also a Lakewood agent. Uh, she started there in 2006. They were both highly respected agents. For those not familiar with what a Lakewood agent is, it's a police officer. Lakewood uh, police has modeled their entire existence after the FBI. Their training models, their qualifications for the job, all identical to the FBI. Where some police departments require, you know, some college or an associate's degree, Lakewood requires a bachelor's degree, and that's not negotiable. And they start their officers out at a higher salary than other agencies as well. So their officers are called agents instead of officers. So in 2007, they learned they were expecting their first child. And so if Tiffany was seven months pregnant, 
David and Tiffany bought a brand new house in Commerce City. Kylie, they lived over near Turnberry Elementary. Oh, shit. So you know exactly where that is. I know exactly where that is. David and Tiffany were over the moon when their daughter, Alyssa Alexandria O'Shell, was born on March 12, 2008. Wow, that's coming up. Huh. Six days. Six days away. I, I did not do that on purpose. Alyssa was a very happy baby and was born healthy. Tiffany's parents, Paul and Jackie Kewen, I hope I'm saying that right, it's C-U-I-N, uh, helped watch Alyssa for David and Tiffany while they worked. Now, when Alyssa was three months old, Tiffany noticed that Alyssa would cry when she lifted her right leg. So Alyssa was taken in to get checked out. Uh, her doctor referred her to Children's Hospital um, so they can get x-rays done. Doctors noted that there was no bruising on Alyssa, but did find 11 broken bones throughout Alyssa's tiny little body. What the fuck? Alyssa was removed from the care of David and Tiffany and placed into foster care. Police started an investigation into abuse charges. David was the primary suspect, but Tiffany, being the mother, was also a suspect. Um, and her parents were a suspect as well, since they babysat for them when they were at work. This is why Alyssa was not put into their care when taken out of the home and was put into foster care. They actually prefer to put them in, you know, family's house, but in this case they couldn't because family's also a suspect. They brought up, like, brittle bone disease or any other medical condition that would cause this, and doctors said that Alyssa's broken bones were, quote, highly suggestive of non-accidental trauma and would have come from violently twisting her legs, unquote. <gasps> oh, my God. So all the suspects in this case was David, Tiffany, Paul, and Jackie were adamant that something else was going on, and there was no way this baby was abused. The only thing that David could think of that could possibly maybe have hurt Alyssa was one time he held her up by her legs and was kissing her stomach while playing with her, and she was laughing the entire time. David does not believe that he this would have injured Alyssa at all, especially since Alyssa was laughing during this time, the whole time he was doing it. And I know your dad did it to you girls. All my brothers did it to their daughters. So if this is all he ever did, I would not consider that to be child abuse, as long as the child was you know, obviously never injured. And clearly, if the child was crying, you wouldn't do it. Right. But... Because, obviously, the baby is not comfortable or maybe experiencing discomfort. But, again, both Tiffany and David said that the baby was laughing during this entire time and never cried out. Now, because there's a criminal investigation going on, there will also be issues with work. Typically, officer, officers will be placed on paid administrative leave. Or they will be removed from patrol and put, like, in report writing or something until their case is completed. Obviously, if charges are filed against him, he would definitely be placed on leave until the case is completed and an internal investigation would be conducted. If he's found guilty or pleads guilty, he would be terminated unless he resigns prior to being fired. Uh, so Tiffany and David both retained separate attorneys and were looking at every way to prove their innocence. But it was looking more and more like someone would be charged with felony child abuse. And they were looking more and more at David. So Tiffany was terrified that she was going to lose her daughter. She does not believe that David ever hurt Alyssa, but is starting to wonder if getting a divorce would be the only way to get her daughter back into her custody. It is not something she wanted, 
but something she was being forced to think about. David now has had his daughter removed from his house, put into foster care. He's the primary suspect in a felony child abuse investigation. His career is on the line. He would lose his military status and now possibly his marriage too. If he gets arrested, he's going to have to come up with approximately $50,000 for bond. So he started to become despondent and started saying shit like he was going to go shoot people so police would have an actual reason to arrest him. Sir, I don't think that's... That's not the way to go. Right. So on June 30th, 2008, both Tiffany and David were to meet with their attorneys and a criminal investigator. It was believed to be at this meeting that David was going to be arrested for the child abuse charges. The appointment was at 1 o'clock. When Jackie, Tiffany's mother had not heard from her about that meeting, she started to worry. Tiffany had told her she would keep her updated throughout the entire day, but Jackie had not heard anything from her, from either one of them. So, Jackie started calling Tiffany at 3 and was not able to reach her. At 5 p.m., she drove to their house. Both cars were in the garage, and their dog was on the porch. Poor dog. Jackie was too afraid to go in the house, so she went home and got her husband, Paul, and had him go back with her over to the house. Paul agreed to go inside while she waited outside. Jackie had already dialed 911 when she heard Paul scream from the inside of that house. Oh, God. Both David and Tiffany were dead inside the master bedroom of this house. Tiffany was shot twice in the head while she was sleeping. David then used two handguns, put them in his mouth, and pulled both triggers, taking his own life after killing Tiffany while she slept. He wanted to make sure there was no way he was not gonna he was gonna not die. He's like, I'm not surviving this guy, David. One neighbor reported that her and her son were watching a movie and a little after midnight they heard two pops. They assumed it was fireworks, but thought it was even too late for someone to be lighting off fireworks. The, the neighbor also reported that David and Tiffany were quiet neighbors. A little more quiet than what is normal. It's like, okay. She also stated that they never really saw any signs of fighting from the couple. So this was a huge blow to Tiffany's parents, and I'm sure to David's family as well. Tiffany's parents do not believe for one second that these two ever hurt Alyssa, and said they were great parents and loved that baby. So for David to do this, he had to just be at his breaking point. Jackie said in a 2012 interview, I have not forgiven him, and I don't know if I will ever be able to. Valid. So, you would think that that would be the end of it, because the main suspect is dead. The mother of the baby is also deceased. But that is not the end. What? On October 28, 2008, just under four months after the murder-suicide, at just seven months old, Alyssa passed away. <gasps> yeah. Shut the fuck up. Dead serious. From what? So, let's go back to the day of the murder. On this same date... The foster mother of Alyssa noticed that Alyssa was failing to thrive and took her to the doctor. She was noticing some of the same things that Tiffany had noticed when she took her in. Alyssa was seen by a pediatrician at Children's Hospital. This doctor noticed something right away. He noticed that Alyssa's thumbs were turned inward, a bell-shaped stomach, frog legs that would not straighten, her breathing was labored, and she struggled to hold her head up. The doctor requested genetic testing. On July 9th, the results finally came in. It was determined that Alyssa had spinal muscular atrophy, or SMA. 
Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So they did all that for nothing. For nothing. So they took their own lives because they thought they were going to be in so much trouble for something they didn't do. That could have been proven that they that didn't That could have do. been proven. Yep. And he was going to get arrested. He was. You have got to be shitting me. So SMA is a genetic neuromuscular disease characterized by muscle atrophy. So um, the muscles actually starts to deteriorate and weakness. It is caused by a mutation in a gene on the long, long arm of chromosome 5, which makes a protein that is important in the cells of the spinal cord and lower brain cell. Um, and it's usually fatal. But those with the most serious forms, like Alyssa, will also suffer respiratory failure. The disease is the leading genetic cause of death in infants and toddlers, as affecting as many as 10,000 to 25,000 children in the U.S., according to the SMA Foundation. I'm so mad right now. Yeah. So, the nature of the disease is that it allows the bone to be unduly susceptible to fractures in the normal handling of the infant. The doctor went on to say, I would guess some of these fractures may occur at the time of delivery, but most occurred after birth from normal handling. It does not surprise me that Alyssa had fractures noted at three months of age. David and Tiffany's attorneys were contacted with the diagnosis two weeks after their death. You have got to be fucking shitting me. If they would have just held out for two weeks, yeah, he would have been released, obviously. Because what are they going to do? Be like, no, you got to stay in prison. I know we were wrong, but... I think it's worse. Uh, how? <laughs> I'll tell you. <coughs> so, they were obviously ultimately cleared of any wrongdoing. Well, they're dead, so... As were Tiffany's parents, Jackie and Paul. And they were actually given custody of Alyssa against CPS's wishes. What is CPS going to do? Be like, oh, I know that, like, we were in the wrong and, like... I know that it wasn't your guys' fault, but no, we don't want you to have her. Well, fuck CPS. The baby was taken to the doctor by her mother when she saw some troubling things. Now, remember what I said. There was not one bruise noted on this baby. Not one. Right. Not one singular, because usually when there's, you would see a bruise. When there's trauma, there's typically bruises in in various colors from healing. Um, Instead of actually running tests and finding out what is going on with this baby, they immediately went to abuse. There is more than one disease that would present like this, and they did not even want to think about one of them. And CPS, in my opinion, was biased against David and Tiffany from the beginning. For instance, David and Tiffany were granted one supervised visit with Alyssa while she was with their foster family. During this time, the baby turned her head away from her parents several times. Investigators at CPS interpreted this as confirmation of the abuse. It's How old is she? Three months? Three months old. They, that's not a thing. No. They have to be at least one year. That is the biggest reach. This is, like I said, three-month-old baby. They um, get distracted by any movement, light, anything. Well, that, and with a healthy baby, they're just getting the muscles in the back of their neck strong enough to even move their head around. And so they love to whip it around. They go, what's that? What's that? Look, I can move my head. So, and my kids and my grandparents have all turned their head away from me. Does that mean I abuse them? I look away from my mom all the time. I did abuse her, though. I still do. Ooh. <laughs> it's like, come the fuck on. You called me stupid earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did call you stupid earlier, but yeah. I was just stating facts. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's not abuse <laughs> if it's facts. If it's factual. We all heard my uh, 
trying to name the cities. So, remind me one day to tell you guys about the telescope. The stethoscope. Uh, so I really hope that they feel like shit after it came out that neither David nor Tiffany harmed that baby. Um, they have cases where people are begging them to come check on kids, and they don't. And then cases like this where a misdiagnosed baby is removed from the house and the parents are uh, put through turmoil. So um, bad that they feel like they have no way out. Yeah, so the father has to kill his wife and then himself. Now, obviously, this is not all the fault of CPS. This also goes back on that original doctor for not mm-hmm. diagnosing this properly. Facts. The doctor even went as far as to say that these injuries were from the legs being violently twisted. Now, how did this doctor get to that conclusion? Right. Because clearly, that if you would have just did some blood work, yeah. you would have found that's not fucking true. Right. And, you know, a violently twisting uh, fracture is going to be completely different than this type of fracture. Also, did the doctor have anything to say about this? Um, so they were told that they, when they reached out for them for comment or anything, they said, we will not discuss any child investigation or abuse allegations. Shocker. Right. Because you were misdiagnosed someone and now people are dead. Yep. Congrats. Two people are dead and, yeah. You took a baby away from its home? Yes. Congrats. So, fuck off, CPS. Now, I wish I could tell you some of the interactions I had with CPS, um, but since I do not know if the cases have concluded, I, I can't speak on any case that has not gone through its conclusion um i I do know of one that i can mention because it was about 10 years ago there's a little boy that was always outside always had a dirty diaper on like what we were discussing earlier like Mm -hmm. so full that it's leaking and um this child was never being watched by its mother the mother had been written tickets for neglect and every time police went out police would contact cps sometimes cps would come out but most of the time they would say uh, yeah, we, we have an open case with this family, so we will follow up with them and not do anything. Um, then one time, the day after they were contacted about this little boy being outside again, and mind you, this kid is either two or three years old, the little boy ran in the street and was hit by a car and killed. It's ridiculous. His mom was asleep on the couch with her new boyfriend, and now this little boy is dead. The person who hit him has to live with that for the rest of his life because the mother and CPS wouldn't do a damn thing. And the cops kept going out trying to do something. They wrote her. They they know, did what they are, what they could do. What they are legally able to do. <coughs> so, uh, and for CPS, they just close the case and move on to the next one. Yep. So, they don't care. So, and I, I hate that it came to the end that it did. Uh, because with uh, this Tiffany and David, because there was absolutely no reason for it. Especially for David to murder Tiffany. Yeah, like. That sucks that he thinks, like, oh, well, if I'm out, then they're going to start looking at her. I bet that's what he was thinking. He didn't want that to happen. Right. If I, if he's, I'm wondering if he's thinking, okay, if I just kill myself, then they're going to prosecute her. Right. But if I take both of us out, we're both clear. We're both clear for something we didn't do. Obviously didn't do. Yeah. Alyssa's grandparents, Jackie and Paul, were able to nurse her and care for her um, for the time she had left and were with her when she passed. I am very happy that the courts did not listen to CPS and did give the custody back to them after it was finally determined that no one was abusing this baby. I wish the foster mom would have taken her to the doctor like a few days earlier because then David and Tiffany would have been informed that they were looking into some genetic testing, into some concerns, and maybe David would not have done what he did. Yeah. Jackie and Paul did file lawsuits 
but they um, they said several times, we don't want money, we just want change. But anytime you file a lawsuit, there has to be a monetary you know, number on it. Um, but uh, they just they just wanted to see some change in CPS as well as the doctors on how they handled this case. Their lawsuits were dismissed. Are you fucking kidding me? Which sucks because I agree. There Changes needs to be need change. To be done. There has to be change, or because shit like this wouldn't happen. Not not just like on the parents' side where oh the parents didn't do anything, but even when there is like parents are doing something right. and kids need help. There like, needs to be change on both aspects. Like Gabriel Fernandez or Tanner Dollar. Exactly. There needs to be change on the whole spectrum. They, they need a total rehaul of that yeah. entire they're organization. They're taking away kids that don't need to be taken away, and they're taking and they're not taking away kids who need to be taken away. Right. And I, and I have so many more, but like I said, I don't know if they're concluded. So if the case is not concluded, I cannot speak about it because that could jeopardize the case. So I won't speak about it. Jackie even said, I don't have a problem at all with social services coming in and taking a child and doing an investigation. There is a need for the service, and I agree. There are bad people out there, and kids need to be protected, which is true. I fully support taking children from dangerous situations, but I see too many times where they don't. But then they take this child, make accusations based on the fact that the child turned her head away from the parents. And maybe I'm being the asshole here, but in all honesty, what is it going to hurt? Um, than to do an extra exam when there's an abuse, to do more tests, to rule something out. Because in most abuses cases, you have bruising, lacerations, healed injuries, new injuries. And there was nothing like that on this baby. Nothing. Um, that in itself should have told the doctor something. Um, there was no head injuries like you would see in a typical abuse case on a baby. The frenulum was intact. You know, It was just insane. No bruises. Whatsoever. Not one bruise was on when that baby. When you see an abuse, you most likely will see some kind of marks on the baby. If there's broken bones and there's no marks on the baby, there's a sign that there's a genetic disorder. Right. Even, even was... if it's not brittle bone, it has to be something. So look into it more. What is it going to hurt? Yeah. There's Nothing. more things than just brittle bone syndrome. Right. And be like, oh, they're definitely beating her. Like, no. And, you know, fuck that. Fuck this case. So I'm not sure where David is buried. Tiffany is buried at Olinger Highland Mortuary in Thornton, and Alyssa is buried next to her. I'm like, that is so sad. Okay, but they can bury the husband next to her? I, I don't know if the families were, they were fighting. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, They're still a family. I agree. I, I know what he did was not the best, but I, I see why he did it. I see. I can see both sides, but in the end, that is his wife. And that is his daughter. You don't know why he did it. And you will never know. Bury him next to each other. Because, um, you know, there's only, in, in suicide cases, there's only 10% that leave notes. Only 10%. Yeah. The media makes it out to where everybody would leave a suicide note, but that's not true. Only 10% of people who take their people, own lives a lot of do people not leave notes. Do not have that closure. So, and you're left guessing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but I, so I don't know where he is. Um, it's, um, he might be cremated, He honestly. could have, and maybe give him to his parents, or I don't know if his parents are alive, or or what, but yeah. all I know is he's not buried with them. So, that is the horrible case of David, <clears throat> Tiffany, and Alyssa O'Shell. And Kylie, what kind of fun shit have you got for me? To lighten up the mood, guys. <laughs> Good, we need that. It's happening in Pittsburgh. Good old Pittsburgh. Do you and know where Pittsburgh is? Ohio. You sure? Yeah. Am I right? I don't know, are you? Yeah, I'm right. Okay. Anyways, 
This is in 1995, guys. This is an oldie. Oldie book. Pittsburgh's in Pennsylvania, by the way. Shit. See? This is why I'm stupid, guys. <laughs> Anyways. MacArthur Wheeler. Okay. That's a name. That's his name. Okay. MacArthur Wheeler. Okay. So it's a name for sure. So he decided to rob two banks in 1995 in broad daylight using only lemon juice to conceal his identity. <laughs> it gets worse, okay? It gets worse. Me. So Wheeler recently learned that using lemon juice as ink on paper makes it invisible. Is this Inspector Gadget? What the I hell? fucking guess. He thought this would work great for the security cameras inside the banks. First, he wanted to test his theory, so he lathered, he lathered lemon juice all over his face and took a Polaroid oh. picture. To his surprise, the picture came out blank. But it was because the film had gone bad. Oh my god. <laughs> so this, oh my god. Like, I can already see where this is going. The blank photo was enough evidence for him, so he got ready for the robbery. He went to two different banks in Pittsburgh, walking in thinking he was a genius. Okay. Lemon all of it. Like, first of all, wouldn't that fucking burn? That, that would burn, especially if you have any acne or open wounds. Like, oh. Fuck, dude. Lemon juice was all up on that bitch. So, unfortunately, the lemon juice did not work, and security cameras captured crystal clear images of his face. Yeah. Police identified him and showed up on his doorstep the same day, where Wheeler explained how I wore the lemon juice. <laughs> That's all he said. You know these cops are... Sorry? <laughs> They're like, what? Uh, come again? <laughs> so he was sentenced to 24 and a half years in prison, followed by three years of probation on January 5th, 1996. He should get an extra five years for stupidity. <laughs> How? I wore the lemon juice. Like, what? I'm sorry, but if I was a cop and I went to his house and that's what he said, I'd be like, are you dumb or are you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> what I, the fuck are you talking stupid about? Stupid is a stupid does, man. Like, oh my god. So yeah, that's awesome MacArthur Wheeler. The lemon See, juice bandit. And this is why I have practiced my RBF for so many years. Because when people say shit like that, I can't, you know, you're not supposed to react. So I have to keep a straight face. And I'm Dude, like, okay. I'm sorry. I would have lost it. But there are some cases where something comes out of someone's mouth. And you, I don't care how practiced you are at your RBF, you ain't keeping a straight face. How I wore the lemon juice would have got me. I would. That would have got me. And I don't. I, I'm in my Say it again. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> uh, lemon juice. Um, you're gonna have to explain this one. Were to you me, making a salad? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I I have questions. Lemonade. Uh, he had to have had a nickname in prison. Probably. Come on, lemons. lemons. Come on. Come on, citrus. Let's yeah. go. Because uh, you know, y'all got yeah. You have to have a nickname in in, in jail. Come on, sprite. That's like the two uh, people who were caught. They kept robbing Starbucks and Subways. This was back in like... They don't even have that much money. I know. This is like 2012, 2013. Well, they were drug addicts, so... Oh, yeah, and they were young. They were like probably your age now. So Not young. And I'm like, so we got Maki and Otto. <laughs> <laughs> that just reminds me of... I'm James. I'm James. I'm in a band. <laughs> or I'm Milo. I'm, I'm Otis. Yes, we're Milo and... Otis. <laughs> we watch way too many Hannah Montana's and Big Time Rush. Uh, 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 uh. She clearly watches it more than I do. Dude, those were my shit when I was growing up, okay? Oh, I know you had a Hannah Montana bedspread. I did. Y'all fuck with me, okay? She had ha Hannah Montana clothing. That was my shit. Okay? 
it was your entire was, identity for a while. Yeah, like Adriana's was fucking high school musical. High school musical, and mine was Hannah Montana. And then I'm a, such a nice mom. They had this badass letter jacket, and so I bought it for her. She was like eight. It was a High School Musical oh, yeah. uh, letter jacket. It was so awesome. She did not know what a letter jacket was, so she thought it was the ugliest and dumbest thing ever. And she's like, "I'm not wearing that." <laughs> I got the jean jacket. I mean, to be fair, I thought it was ugly, too, until I actually got a letter jacket from, you know, lettering. And I was like, okay, I'm fucking cool. Yeah, badass. It's actually right behind you. No, it's not. It's in that closet somewhere. She lied to me. Up. It oh. is in there somewhere. Why are you taking jackets out of the Yo, that's nice. Um, You don't get to go shopping in the closet. I might steal that. No. Look how thin that is. Yeah, it's pointless to even be a jacket. Yeah, I want that. I'm stealing Honestly, he would I have no notice. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't come down here. No. Fuck. If he does, it's just to build something. <laughs> he built a kitchen down here. My grandson got a kitchen for his birthday. He did. It got outshined by my mom and dad's get the four-wheeler, so if anybody's wondering. <laughs> yeah, the four-wheeler's badass. I want to tell him the bad news. What bad news? The dates. Oh, because of our uh, schedule changes, uh, we're going to go ahead and switch... We're going to start recording on uh, Thursday. Did we say Thursdays? Thursday yeah. nights. Yep. Um, instead of Monday nights. So we will start getting these out on Fridays instead of Wednesdays. So, so this sorry. will be the last Wednesday podcast you guys will get. So next week you'll get a Friday podcast. So Don't be mad at us. Be mad at Kylie. No. <laughs> Dude, you know how hard it is getting off work on a Monday and having to record? It's so hard because Monday's the worst fucking day. Well, like, and every Monday we have our, my grandson. Yeah, and you're just, like, sitting there, and you're, like, we gotta record. I'm, like, bro. She's gonna do that regardless. I will. But. It's, we still have fun doing it. We do. It's just not that. It's just, I'm so tired all the time. I got Hogwarts to play. She's one of those. The new Hogwarts Legacy guys represent. Also, hashtag Team Selena. Have to throw that in there. Leave that in there. Thank you. Team Selena. Oh, Selena and Haley Bieber. Yeah. If I am also a Team Haley, Selena. If anybody's a Haley... What is her name? Surname? Oh, uh, Baldwin. If anybody's a Haley Baldwin fan, get the fuck out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We are Team Selena. We are Team Selena, and that is final. We don't deal with mean girls. If you like Kylie Jenner, out. If you like Kendall Jenner, out. Are they mean girls too? Yeah, they're fucking plant. They're being mean to Selena with Haley Baldwin. Oh, see, I don't keep up on this drama. Yeah. I see, only I'm, know what they tell me. I'm keeping up. Also. Justin hasn't been wearing his ring. Because oh, he's tired of her shit, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, bitch, you're fucking too crazy for me. Too cray-cray. It's a whole thing. See, I, all my drama that I get, I just they just tell me. And and okay. he's been post every picture he posts on Instagram, he shows his Selena tattoo. So, like, he'll even roll up his long sleeve, and oh. the other one will be down. And it's in the picture. Even with Haley Baldwin in it. Yeah. Now, are they legally married? Yeah. Oh, okay. Haley Bieber doesn't exist. It's Haley Baldwin. Got it. Yeah, yeah right. Just, yeah. Because she's Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Yeah. Fuck I him, love, too. I love Stephen Baldwin. No, fuck him. I love Stephen Baldwin. That's how they met. Fuck Steve. <laughs> fuck that, fuck that man. <laughs> wow. I like Steve Baldwin. I like him in the Flintstones, but guess what? Not no more. There's a couple other movies he's in. I just can't think Never of them right him. now. I'm sure you have. I just can't. My brain's not functioning. So, Because here in about 30 minutes, I am off to work. Here in about... 10 minutes, my son goes to bed, and um, I'm going to go play some 
Hogwarts, and then I'm going to bed. She's so cool. I am the coolest of the cool. Ooh. And she's smelling her armpits. I thought it was my pits, but I have onions on my hands from tacos. Uh, we did have tacos for dinner. Yeah. In case you're wondering. All right, well, that is it for us. If you need us, our email is crimecitycolorado.gmail.com. Our Instagram is crimecitycolorado, Crime and our Facebook's the same. So we'll see you guys next week, next Friday. Remember, remember, remember that. <laughs> see you guys. Bye.